Hello, everybody. If you can't tell, I'm a little underneath the weather. And I apologize that this episode didn't come out on Thursday. I do not know why <laughs> the project file did not save, nor do I know why the, the the program that I used decided that that project just didn't exist. So I had to re-edit this and put it out today on this lovely Monday afternoon. I appreciate you all for your patience, and I'm horribly sorry. Today I'm talking with my guest, Barco, and he is from the... Uh, as you will find out, he is a FC leader from Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, we go into a lot of talk about running a guild, or what we'd like from a guild, or and even the housing crisis of Final Fantasy XV. Fourteen, my apologies. Anyways, enough out of me. I'm going to go ahead and just bring him on in. Okay, so I have a problem when role-playing on MMOs sometimes. And I have a problem role-playing small talk. Does that make sense? Oh, like casual or... Not casual, not casual role-play. I love me some casual gotcha. role-play. But, like, when somebody, like you and your, like, whoever else is with you, is probably, like, in that casual setting, but, like, the responses are so short and there's not a lot to go off of like for for either a party member involved and so it's hard to create that narrative um uh, momentum off of like the like the very very small talk do you do you know what i mean i know what you mean um i up until recently i always kind of rp'd all of my characters like in a very comical sense uh -huh. Like, all of them had, like, something that they did that was comical. Um, mm. So, like, I kind of thrived off the small talk, because that was the way I could get my jokes out there. Oh, okay. uh, I do this. I try to do the same thing. Like, after I'll send an emote, I'll start working on my next paragraph, and I will use that time to think of something clever or funny that the character might do, and uh, so I can implement it into the next paragraph. <laughs> uh yeah, I, 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 but I do, but just in real life, I, I love small talk. So, mm -hmm. but, uh, yeah, I, you know, actually me and, uh, Zaraki and the FC, we were talking about, we were kind of, uh, we, we've talked about before just like, you know, different cause me and him kind of have different RP that we like. Like he loves more casual, chill, hang out, get to know each other RP. I want to do like more grand adventure RP. Mm-hmm. It's hard to it's hard to boil that and mix it together. I think I've done a pretty good job of that so far with my with my guild over on Elder Scrolls. Um, but it's it's really hard because you have to make dedicated times for the casual, and you have to make mm -hmm. dedicated times for the um, grand adventure, as it were. And you, in order to kind of keep things flowing, you have to figure out a way that the grand adventure aspect isn't going to interrupt the casual do you know what i mean but you oh, can yeah. have casual in the grand adventure but you can't have grand adventure in the in the casual it's it's a yeah. really weird scenario to be in because like when you have a guild uh, most guilds have you know their event setups and their events are um their events are ooh, i'm gonna say like 
one and done. Like they'll they'll have one grand adventure for the night. And I want to have um I want to have grand adventures that last more than just one session. I want them to continue on so we can build up a, a, a like you said, a, a grand story. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, I understand that. I appreciate that. And, uh, that may be, that may be like good inspiration for me to enjoy, start to, uh, pursue casual a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Casual, casual can be fun. I tried to, uh, what I try to do is I try to like, well, in my guild, when people are off on their adventures, they're just off on their adventures. And if they come back for the casual, they come back for the casual when we do our casual nights. Um, so that sort of solves itself. Um, but you can always do. Oh, uh, sorry for everybody listening. We're talking about uh, FC stuff. Uh, sorry, free company stuff, which is what a guild is when it comes to uh, Final Fantasy fourteen. Well, if you don't mind me asking, um, how'd you get into role-playing? Well, I'll, that is a good question, and, I'll, and I will give you a good answer. Actually, it's going to be a funny answer. I accidentally got into role-playing. Really? Uh, yes. So, I joined... I started playing Final Fantasy fourteen. It was my first ever MMO. I'd never played Dungeons and Dragons. I'd never played anything that where there was any kind of role play aspect. And I mm-hmm. wanted to I watched Sword Art Online and mm-hmm. it made me want to get into an MMO. So I picked Final Fantasy 14 cuz I have played every Final Fantasy almost. I loved them all. So I was like, I'll do this. This is like the perfect MMO for me. So mm-hmm. I get on there and I play I played on and off for 8 years. And my first true FC that I joined and made friends was a roleplay FC. And they're like, hey, Barco, would you like to come roleplay with us? I'm like, ah, uh, I don't really know what you're talking about. And they're like, oh, well, and they kind of explained to me what roleplay was. I'm like, that, that kind of sounds kind of crazy. Like, I don't know. So I kind of came and I hung out and I didn't really understand the whole aspect of developing your character the story, all this. And so I tried with them. I ended up, that FC fell apart and I left and I joined the FC that I was in for the majority of my Final Fantasy 14 career. And that was a role play FC. And when I joined, everybody was so friendly, was so nice, so loving, but it was a role play FC. And it, as someone who never yeah. role played or anything, I'm like, well, they would have they had uh you know role play nights every Sunday night and I was like okay, so I decided to go and show up, and I was like hey I'm just I'm just gonna give it a whirl and as it as I started and then the after that first night, I really got hooked on it. I was like this is so much fun, and I just kind of showed up and was kind of like ha 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 you know Barco Holy Sword making some jokes and stuff, kind of hanging out. Everybody else has like this very deep developed story for their characters. And they're asking me questions about my character, and I'm like, I, I have nothing. And so that is like was the very beginning of my roleplay career. And then after that, I got into Dungeons and Dragons that pursued me to pursue other forms of roleplay. Uh-huh. And then I ended up taking over that roleplay FC for quite a while. I remember this is the um this is the uh this is the guild that I met you in, right? Yep. Yep, same guild. Okay. 
Um, how did so you have you have you tried any other sort of role playing? Have you tried tabletops at all? Have you tried uh, LARPing, acting, like theater work, anything else besides this? Um, I did a. I played a quite a bit of tabletop. Mm-hmm. And that, so you were you weren't you weren't uh, completely into role play. You had you uh, just to make sure I understand that correctly. You you role played before you you did tabletops before you did MMO. Uh, no, no MMO first, then tabletops. Oh, okay. Well, heck, that's that's. Uh, I'm not gonna say uh, uh, completely unusual, but that is definitely out of the norm. Because normally people yeah. say they get into tabletops before they get into the MMO aspect. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was so like, you know, I enjoyed role-playing so much, and I have a friend who has a world that he has been running one-shots and campaigns out of in Dungeons & Dragons for 20-plus years, and he's like, hey, why don't you, like, come hang out with me sometime? Like, you can be in one of our one-shots. I was like, oh, man, I don't know. I don't, like... And this friend, he loves to run first edition Dungeons and Dragons. That is his bread and butter. But he was there when it first came out. So, and that's what he wants to run, even though 5e is a thing. And, it, like, you know, that's what he wants to run first edition Dungeons and Dragons. And actually, that was uh, the first tabletop I ever played was in first edition's Dungeons and Dragons. Mm hmm. That's wild because uh man, first is a big stretch from uh 3.5, 4e, 5e, like a like a real big stretch. Uh yeah, yeah, it is. It is. I've been running some 5e lately with some friends. And I'm like, wow, mm -hmm. this is a lot different. Now I played with um uh, so that friend we we joined and I'm like, I don't really I was a little nervous at the mechanics and all this stuff. And like first edition is very, uh, is very brutal. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hardcore. And so I just played a cleric, but I played like a corrupt cleric and I really started getting into this character. And so my friend goes around, he starts telling everybody, he's like, Hey, this guy is really good at role play. I'm like, Oh, was I? He's like, yeah, you did like amazing. Mm -hmm. And so now me and him are like really good friends his group of roleplay friends, I'm good friends with them, and I jump in and out of games with them. So I'm, nice. I'm a late bloomer to the roleplay. That's, I mean, it's perfectly fine. I, I love roleplay so much. I think it is a wonderful hobby to have, and the fact that you can build a uh, community of friends around it, or, or I should say through it, is just so delightful to me. Uh, I could gush on about this forever if you let me. Yeah, go ahead. Well, well I mean, <laughs> hey, I don't want to. No, I can't. I can't do that. I can't sit here and talk about myself. Uh, um, but how how are you enjoying Final Fantasy roleplay so far? Oh, I I love it. It's it took me quite a while to kind of get the lore down into like kind of understand like where your character stands. Because, like, at first mm -hmm. I kind of thought it was bizarre that, like, my character's not the main character. Yeah, but... that seems to be the hardest thing for people to get a grasp of when it comes to MMO role-playing. Because, like, some people think about uh, think about it and they think they're the uh, warrior of light or they're the, um, 
uh, what's it called in Elder Scrolls? Oh, God, my friends are going to yell at me for this. It's the Ardent? No, not the Ardent. Like, you're not the main character in either Elder Scrolls Online or, or something like that. Like, the quests tell you are. You're someone else completely different. Yeah. So, I kind of started with, like, a little bit of a setback to my roleplay because Barco Holy Sword is a Rothgar, and Rothgar is the big mm. cat. Cat, uh, cat dads, they call them. They're big lion-looking characters. So, mm-hmm. when I started role-playing as that, um, there was no lore, really, for the Rothgar. Mm-hmm. Like, there was, like, very minimum lore. So, I I just started making up my own lore. Yeah. And, like, I, I, had, like, I had, like, a big thing. Nobody questioned it. That's not really, like, probably hardcore true role players are screaming right now to hear that. But there was like hardly, there was hardly nothing and nobody questioned it because I did a good job with it. Mm-hmm. And then as the expansion went on Shadowbringers, which was the last expansion because we're on Endwalker now, mm-hmm. they dropped a lot of Rothgar lore. Did they? And yeah. So when they dropped that, I had to like really start like kind of developing Barco's story even better and changing some things up. But it is, it's, it's been, a, you know, but I was really glad that I started out like that with the minimum lore because it really gave me a chance to like, you know, really dive in and like feel my character. And then when mm-hmm. they gave more lore, I could develop it better and shape Barco to who I want him to be. Did you have to uh did you have to retcon anything? Yeah, yeah, quite a bit. Um oh, I bet. So, like I originally like his story, if it's okay if I talk about this. Yeah, go ahead. Um his story originally I said that he lived on the mountains with his uh clan. Mm-hmm. And like so he was a samurai and I and I'd done a lot of uh lore about his ancestors and stuff passing down the holy sword. Because he's Barco Holy Sword, and like so, the original lore was is like the like whenever someone became of age in the family, the firstborn in the family came of age, they became the next Holy Sword, and they bore the sword over until their child came of age, and they passed mm-hmm. it down. And then when that Holy Sword died, their soul went into the Holy Sword, and that was the blade that they packed. Also, they packed the blade that was passed down. And it had to be forged with their soul into the blade. And like, yeah, I really went into it. And obviously, like when they dropped the Rothgar lore, I had to really kind of take that back. But it was also funny because um, I, don't, I don't know how much I can say without dropping too much spoilers. But they did. Uh, they they kind of played on that a little bit. The relic weapons for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for that uh, expansion, so that was kind of funny that I was kind of talking about that. But obviously, the Rothgar, like my Rothgar, is a Hellion, and they come from like the Holy City, which was Baja, and Baja was destroyed in the Bajan incident. Mm-hmm. And so, I just had to take him. He, you know, I had to retcon that he was, you know, raised on the mountain mm-hmm. and all that stuff. I had to, I almost retcon his whole story. But I developed it, and everybody was patient with me as I developed him. And 
Um, honestly, I wanted to be like, I wanted to stick out. So when I first started doing Barco's uh, talking, I always talked it like when he talked, he talked in old English. Like, doth mother knowest thou weareth her dress? And that's how I spoke <laughs> yeah. the whole time, constantly. Uh, and then he found out that not everyone does that. Yeah, yeah, and that was very hard to roleplay. <laughs> I, I, speaking of Final Fantasy, I've been playing, uh, you know Vraska, I've been playing him. Uh, he is a uh, Viera, Viera, yeah. Viera, I don't know how to actually say that word. Viera. Yeah, Viera. Viera. Uh, so he's a Viera. Uh, and the only, because uh, I haven't gotten to any of the new stuff yet. So I only know what I know about the Varen people is every name that I learned from a whole different game. So I've been trying to copy Fran from Final Fantasy, what was it, 12? Final yeah, Fantasy, yeah, yeah 12. Um, I've been trying to copy friends speech the whole time. And sometimes I sit there and I'm like, I'm trying to type it out. And normally I'm a really quick typer, but when it comes to having to try to put on this voice, I'm like, okay, I type it up. Wait, no, that's not it. Back it up. Do it like this. Wait, no, hold on. And then wait, now it's just confusing. And then I, so I sit there and I wasted everyone. I spent like five minutes trying to get my character to say like three things. <laughs> and it's a nightmare. I don't know anything about. I I wish I knew more about Final Fantasy's lore. Uh, and hey, if you're out there and you know about Final Fantasy lore and you want to come on and talk about it, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll be happy to listen. But uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't know anything about the Final Fantasy lore, and I wish I knew more. Uh, because it seems like there's a lot. And with oh, and also something to talk about. They are. Uh, releasing a tabletop. Oh yes, I'm I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. I want to. I think what I want to do is after my my other guild is running, uh, running its best. You know, uh, pretty much self, uh, self reliant, and I don't have to be there for much just to kind of help. Uh, with the day-to-day -day activities, make sure everyone's okay. Um, I think what I want to try to do is I want to try to make my own FC where I use the tabletop for the uh, for the clans, uh, for the free company's uh, mechanics, as it were. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, when that, you join I would up, like that, yeah. Yeah, when you join up, you're like, hey, like you, you make a character sheet and everything like that for your character. I would like to give that a shot. I think that would be pretty interesting because not many people like every different guild and free company has a different mechanic that it's based around or something like that. And so it's, I'd be really interested to see how a, how to work as a tabletop because I've always wanted to run my guilds more like a tabletop. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, uh... That was like something I, I've been kind of wanting to push, like a quest campaign, I've been calling it. That's like mm -hmm. a, I, I know we have talked about it a little bit, or I've mentioned it. Like, I, I kind of want to run like a, on Final Fantasy with the characters, but run like almost like a tabletop style campaign with everybody. Mm -hmm. And that yeah. way, now, uh, that way you like, you have like a, uh, 
it also I think it would help put boundaries on people to a degree. And I know that may not sound right, but now um, I don't know if you've ever had this happen with role play on other MMOs and stuff. But one of the biggest problems I, I've encountered on Final Fantasy with running roleplay content and trying to do like uh, we would call them quest logs or like an adventure RP or a one shot or a campaign mm-hmm. is that like you always get that one person whose character was blessed by the gods. They're oh, the warrior yeah. of light. They mm-hmm. have killed every every primal. They're this and they're that and they're going to do this. and They're going to do that. And then you almost kind of get in an argue match, like, well, you can't do that. Yeah, there, there's definitely a bit of a social contract to role playing that a lot of people, and this is something else I want to do a video on at some point. But there's a, a social contract when it comes to role playing that people aren't aware of when they get in because they think, hey, I'm just role playing. And when you sit down to role play, there's or to make a character for role playing, there's not really a guide to do it i mean you can do a little bit of research to get into it but really like every game is different um world of warcraft uh, mmo is pretty um uh, the role players there are pretty good about not being overpowered but that really sort of depends on which server you're on over in elder scrolls online the magic system is so wild that you could pretty much come up with anything and final fantasy feels more like a power fantasy than it does the other games so you have people flash stepping or whatever it is around and and doing like all these crazy things and it's just like what what it comes down to is people's expectations for fun and some people have fun in a different way than other people do and it's hard because you have to figure out where you and your character are going to sit in order to have that sort of fun some guilds are good about like, or some guilds uh, are pretty like, uh, pretty hardcore when it comes to their their rules. Um, are RP heavy guilds where it's like, they're they're really like they they absolutely one hundred percent stick to lore, anything lore um, accurate. And then you have your lore light guilds, which are just like, nah, we're just gonna do whatever. Yes, I I've I've seen. I've seen plenty of both in Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've seen like such extremes on both ends that you're like, uh. No, I get it, and it's it. Oh, but let me tell you what. Um, I used to role play in DC Universe Online, and oh, okay, that was fucking wild. <laughs> like every trope. Every single trope you could think of in, like, a superhero story would, like, pop up in, like, a matter of moments when role-playing. You have the person who is the dark, edgy Batman. You have the person who is the, um... You have the person who is uh, the the traveler in time. We have oh, just so so many different things, and it's so it was so hard to establish role play in DC Universe Online because the guilds never the role play guilds never stick around. They they pop up. There's some role play for a little while, and then they disappear again, and it makes me very sad. Oh yeah, of course it's it is hard to. And I know you know this from, and I'm sure every MMO 
out there, no matter if you have a guild, a clan, a free company, whatever, if you're roleplay centered, it is very hard to keep the roleplay going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's very easy to get too light that everyone's like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore because most, most games let you only join one guild with one character. Uh, so Elder Scrolls Online being the biggest outlier in my head right now where you can join uh, five guilds with one character. Uh, or, I'm sorry, really? five guilds for your whole account. Yeah, yeah. So if you make, like, if you join a guild on one character and then you make another character, you'll still be a part of that guild. Um, which I think is pretty neat. So I have, like, five different guilds over there. There's my guild. And then a few other guilds. I'm like a part of two other roleplay guilds. And then I'm a Mm -hmm. part of a traders guild and another one that's just like all about just vibing and chatting and doing nothing. Uh, We talk about houses. We talk about the housing in in Elder Scrolls. Uh, But because... Oh god, I've already lost my mind. I've lost it. What was I saying? About the... Yeah, multiple uh, guilds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because most guilds only allow you to have one guild at a time, you're kind of it's it's hard to 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 find that guild for your character. Or or I should say, what, I, what that's not the right word. It, it it's hard to find a guild that can fit your schedule perfectly. And um like if you if there's too much role play, you might get overwhelmed uh, with like how much is going on, and then um, you have to worry about how strict the guild is on top of that. And then if there's too little RP, you have to worry about the uh, lack. Uh, you have to worry about losing a lack of interest. Yes. But then you make friends, and if your friends really, really like you, they stick around, which my friends have definitely done so far, and I appreciate them so much. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I, so, you know, I I recently had, like, struck out to uh, start my own mm-hmm. uh, FC on Final Fantasy, and uh, actually, I was just going to kind of go rogue and not have a free company for a while, just when I uh, stepped down as the leader of my last free company. And I was mm-hmm. actually pursued by a, a group of friends. And they were like, hey, we just want to start a free company with you and have you in charge. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. I'm like, okay. So, um, so you know, they stuck around and everything. And I appreciate it. Obviously, you came over and joined on Braska. Mm-hmm. Sure yeah, I sure yeah, did. Yeah, I've. I've appreciated, uh, everybody's done that. And, uh, but, uh, I'm kind of getting off topic from what we was talking about. Uh, that's okay. I know in Final Fantasy, like, you know, you can only be on one free company with each character. And if I make a new mm-hmm. one, it's just automatically not on a free company. I can join whatever free company, but, um, mm-hmm. well, I think that people do need to start, uh, stick because we have so many different ways of, getting in contact with each other uh, uh, outside of the game, I think that people should quite honestly uh, start normalizing the idea of making a discord or like a forum or, or something like that where they communicate 
and not have to worry about using like making an FC uh, or or a guild for that. Like just have um one person be like, hey, this is this person's this is the guild home for this uh this person has the guild home for this company or this guild. Uh, just go to their house. That's a that's a thing. Um, I, the only reason why I think that a free company or a guild is even needed in game is just to make sure that you have communication in game. But if you're adamant about using discord, then you have plenty of communication right there. So if you hadn't have made a free company, you could have still like, I honestly believe that you could have still made it work. I've been making like a, like a, a separate community outside of their free company and just been like, we, we, we are, we're, we're all a part of the same group. But we're like not in the same guild in in the game. Yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. I think it definitely would have worked. How is it? Um, how's it been uh, making your own free company? Because the last one you inherited. Uh, yes. And this one, you're just starting off all on your own. So how's that been for you? You know, it's been exciting to which you've been in the Discord, we're running a lot of ideas, stuff we want to do, you know, direction we want to go. And um, it was nice when I inherited my last free company because there was already established lore. Mm -hmm. That was good and that was bad also. The lore was great. (laughs) The lore that had been established, it was genius. It was very good, but... It kind of felt like it kind of blocked me into a corner when I took over. So now it's been very exciting. I got some really good stories to uh, that I'm wanting to tell on Barco and on some of my other characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm, it's you know we're you know right now we're establishing the rules for the direction it's going to be. And mm-hmm. on Final Fantasy 14, I know you had told me uh, that. Like on ESO, housing is a lot better than it is on Final Fantasy XIV. Yes, absolutely. Because you don't have to bid on housing. You can just say, I want this house, and the game will give you an instance of that house. That is awesome. Yeah. Mind you, it's predetermined housings uh, that everyone is choosing from. Like, So it's not like going up to any random house and saying, this is my house now. No, it's like... You can buy a cave. Everyone has access to that cave, but only you have access to your instance of that cave, and you can invite people to that instance. So, therefore, you have a guild home. Oh, okay. It is is so much... I think everybody needs to fucking do what Elder Scrolls did for the housing. I think that... I really, really like... The Final Fantasy housing, right? I, I think that you can do some really cool, creative things in Final Fantasy. But Elder Scrolls, that's where it's at, man. Like, it's just... They give you, like, a limit. You can put anything that you want in there. Uh, most uh the grand homes have, like, a 700 cap on, uh, on, like, furniture and stuff like that. Or how many items you can have. Um... You can pop up any of the, like, in Elder Scrolls, you have, like, crafting stations. You can get any of the crafting stations and just put it in your house. Uh, So, like, you always have a place to go if you need to, like, 
take care of something, like you have too much items and you need to start uh, deconstructing them, you have always have them at your house. It's so nice. It it is just so nice. But with Final Fantasy, it looks Final Fantasy looks so much better than Elder Scrolls, and that's what makes me sad. Final Fantasy oh, yes. definitely has Elder Scrolls beat on like looks, man. It really does. It just Final Fantasy just looks so good all the time. Yeah, it it, it does. It, their housing is amazing. It's very mm-hmm. hard. Like you know, all it's also, it's now like, um, like it's it's genius how they're doing it. it it's 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 a pure money game for them. I'm, I know mm-hmm. I won't say it's a pure money game because I do know Yoshi P. Uh, who's in charge of Final Fantasy fourteen? He loves this game and he cares for it. Mm-hmm. But like, if you if I don't log on for forty five days, uh, and I don't, or if I don't go in my house for forty five days, I lose it. Really? So like, I did not know that. Yeah, like I'll get I'll get evicted, and then it oh. is so hard to get a house. Wasn't there a? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there a problem that one player was like buying all the houses? And like buying just a ton of houses, like and just kept buying house after house after house, and he they didn't use them. So, so I got to the point where this person had just like a dozen or so houses, and nobody could buy them because he just would log in, and every single time that he got a new house, he would like every single time he got enough money, he would just wait for a new house to go down, or, or to go up for sale, and he would just buy that, therefore eliminating the chance for anybody else to get it. Yeah, that is, uh, I do believe that is very true. I won't name drop, but I know when housing first got dropped, like the rules for housing, I wasn't around, or I I wasn't, I didn't care about housing, I guess, when it happened. And Mm -hmm. there was like, I think it's in the goblet, maybe? There was like a free company that went and like bought out like a whole uh, ward. Wow. That is insane. A whole ward. Uh, so for yes. the people who are listening, um, the housing in Final Fantasy works like this. Uh, you there There is an area where you well, there are several houses on, right? And there is um, houses one through, what was it, 60? Like one through 30 yeah. on one part, and then one through, and then uh, 31 through 60 on the other part. Yeah, the sub, yeah, the subdivisions, and, and, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's 60 houses on that single plot of uh, of land, right? And there are different plots of lands, but but that plot of land houses one through 60. That is one ward, right? So and you can have different instances of wards. So you could say, like my friend Barkley here might have a house on ward one. Like his house might be number two on ward one. Uh. It's it's uh, funny you I say that, have... uh-huh. because my house is uh, I have it in Shiragane, which is the uh, the more Japanese themed uh, housing ward, mm-hmm. and I have Ward One Plot One. Oh yeah! Oh man, I didn't. I wasn't trying to get so close. But so my my friend here, he could have uh, Ward One Plot One, uh, that house. And I could have Ward 2, Plot 1. Uh, so I could have the same house, but on a different plot. Uh, or, I, I, sorry, I, sh- I could have the same house, but on a different ward, 
and that's how marketing that's how housing works in final fantasy the biggest problem is that there's only so many houses to go around and there's a lot more players than there are houses yes there is uh so the fact that the... go ahead i'm sorry oh there the, the the housing is it's um feaster it's it's there's definitely a hunger for the housing right now and there is not enough houses for everybody and yeah and you'll have people like you know they'll have an alt and they'll get on there and they'll buy a personal plot and then you'll get people get on and then they'll get on there and they'll buy one also for like they'll have a character they'll have an they'll have like another alt and they'll make a free company and then they'll buy a house for their free company so they'll have like two houses there yeah and yeah, the problem is there's there's just not enough there there's not enough housing, and when Man, a plot listen, becomes I... available, go ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you oh, go ahead. I go just, ahead. Uh, I was just gonna say I, I, I get I I get on game I get in these games to get away from problems like the housing market and not to feel Ain't it the more. Truth. <laughs> now, they they change the housing to make it a little bit easier. Uh-huh. Now, before you joined, here's how it used to be. A plot is available. So, like, let's just sure. say my plot's available, and you would see, like, so many people outside the plot that, like, you really just couldn't, like, like you, you couldn't even see all their names. And they right. would be continuously clicking that plot trying to buy it because there was an invisible, unknown timer on that plot that oh, was not that. set... It was not set to be like, hey, when Barco leaves any plot he has, it's six hours. No, it could be, it could have, uh, it could have been six hours. It could have been twenty-four hours. So you would have people there spam clicking all day long trying to buy this house, and then oh, just man. whoever happened to click at the right time got it. But here was the oh, other thing. Uh-huh. So. You would have people out there, and I've actually done this to people, you know, not not spitefully, like but just to get a better plot. But like, so if you didn't, if you did not have a plot, that's what you did. You sit there and you spam click all day long trying to buy a plot. Mm-hmm. But let's, but if you already had a plot and you wanted to move, you're like, oh, hey, this plot right here where all these like 100 people are clicking is a lot nicer than the plot I have. I want to buy it. You could instantly transfer your ownership from your old plot to this plot. You just wow. boom, and those people would be there for hours, and then so then you would be like, "Hey, I, I could be like, hey, sorry, I just bought this plot, but Shiragane Ward Plot One is available. Well, guess what? There's a new invisible timer that you don't know what time it is, and they would all go there and click. Wow, that's a nightmare. Oh it, man, it really was. So. Uh, like, you know, so like the, the game, like, you know, so the goal was, is like if a medium, so you have small, medium, and large plots. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now I have a medium. So the goal was to get a small, because if you got a small, as soon as, like, say if uh, we're, me and you are standing outside a large and I own a small, I could instantly buy it. But if you didn't, you know, like a large gets claimed, like it, it gets claimed because somebody would take it. Like, you know, so that was the thing. Like, if you if you was a free company trying to get a plot and you had the money to buy a large, 
you would never store down in a large because that's just how it worked because everybody auto automatically transferred over to it. So they, uh, I think it was last year, they changed it and they made a lottery system, which is a lot more fair. So it's like there's a plot available. Me and you can go there. You can bid on it. I can bid on it. But also mm -hmm. 100 people can bid on it. And then after the lottery period's over, it randomly selects a number and that person won it. Now, a lot of people don't like that as much because if you're wanting to transfer to a better plot, yeah, that's that's no fun. But mm -hmm. uh, if you've never got a plot, it's a lot better than sitting there all day long and just randomly clicking on this plot trying to buy it. Yeah. That sounds wild still. Like, even, even then, like... Uh, and I know that um with, like, homes, you can buy apartments, as it were. Is that right? Like, you yep, can buy your you own can. room. And, yep. and, like, another house. Like, so, like, when you get a house, I can go up to your house. I can go into your house and and buy a room in your house. Uh, no, you can if do that you... on a free company. You can free buy your own room on, on a free company room. Ah, okay. That's how that works. Um, but so, yeah, that makes a lot more sense because that way everybody in that free company has access to housing and then they kind of, kind of work with the room that they have, but still it's, it's wild because like, if you want a big home, you just, you have to get lucky. Yeah, and World of Warcraft still yeah. doesn't have housing. Which is crazy to me. I know they came out with a fucking garrison before, like a, a garrison that acts as a home before they came out as a, a, a for before they came out with anything else and the garrison isn't actually that much of a home from what i understand yeah i've heard that also i'd never played world of war but i've i've heard a lot of i've heard a lot of horror stories on um how the garrisons uh, i guess one side looks really good but then, like, the other sides didn't. The other, with the Horde, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, quite literally. And, like, quite literally, like, I'm looking through it just to make sure that I'm not, like, pulling people's houses. Um, they just... They they have just not done it yet. Like, there's there are back and forth. Like, there are reasons why they do and do not want to. But... Yeah, they haven't they haven't done any housing yet, except for the garrison. This is why I'm like the elder school system is so much better for housing. It's just it's so good. Now I will say that there is a downside to housing in, in MMOs for role playing because if you do have a house, if you have an open housing system, uh, for and and um like elder schools does, then what you see is that people are role-playing less in the world which therefore hinders the community a little bit and more role-playing in their actual houses themselves which is always nice to have a uh, it's always cool to have like a personal private spot but if people are being dragged back to a specific house and role-playing there then they're not being out in the world showing other people, hey, this is something that can happen in this game. There, There is more than just clicking buttons and grinding. There is also a narrative storytelling process going on in the background. Yeah, right. Yeah, I got you. If, if that makes sense to you. 
Yeah, it makes perfect sense. I, uh, I kind of, I, 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 I didn't actually think about that too much, but I was starting <laughs> to put the pieces together. But with that said, I, I, I still feel like, I still feel like they could do a better job on the housing in Final Fantasy, but it's it's an okay system. At least they have a system. Like again, World of Warcraft does not have a system at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, one of my really good friends used to play a lot of WoW, and he said like one time he was like mm-hmm. hanging out with somebody, or no, no, his brother was. His brother, I guess, uh, was a role player on WoW, and the guy was like, "Hey, you want to come back to my house on the game and role play?" He's like, uh, what? And it was just yeah. an end. The guy took him to an end to yeah. play. Yeah, people will find a house, quote-unquote, uh, for their characters, which is not uh, anything to be ashamed of. I absolutely 100% get it. I agree with it. It, it, but it, becomes, it becomes difficult, though, when you have a place that could potentially be invaded by other people. Yeah. Uh, and then it's not private so much. But now there is actually another side to this on uh, for World of Warcraft at least that now there is so much content in World of Warcraft. It's um, and what used to be one of the free like one of the big role play servers, uh, Warm Warm Rest Record. It is now like I you just don't see other people when you're out and about that much. Um, not unless you're doing like the like the insanely new content. Like so, if you go to Mists of Pandaria, you're not going to see that many people. So you could theoretically do that. I guess that's very true. Um, yeah, I never thought about that because WoW has been around for a long, long time. Yeah, yeah, WoW's been around for a long, long time, and they've actually made it even easier for you to go back and work on the old content. Um. Uh, they they have this thing called timeline campaigns, and you're just like, hey, I want to experience. It's pretty much just pointing out one of the expansions and saying, hey, I want to do that. Uh, and everything is level to your character. So oh, that's cool. so you're like always, yeah. So it's it's not like it's not like well, uh, it's not like Final Fantasy where if you go too far past your one quest, you're gonna wind up in an area that's. 10, 15 levels higher than you. Yeah, and that happens, as is Final Fantasy tradition. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about before we got into housing? We were talking about free companies, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, we were talking about you're having your own free company. Yeah, uh, yeah, having your own free company is liberating, isn't it? Having your own guild, it, like being able to come up with your own ideas and say, hey, this is what I want to do, and this is how I want to implement it. That sounds, it feels so freeing, doesn't it? It does, it does. And I'm really excited about, I'm really excited about developing my own story for the first time ever. Obviously, it won't mm-hmm. be my story. Um, you know, it's going to be everyone's story, but I'm really excited about being there at the, the ground level on it. And we got a lot mm-hmm. of really good, true blue role players who are, you know, even greater at role playing than I am. So I'm I'm just I'm excited to hear everybody's take and you know and and that's the fun thing is it's, it 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 could be annoying but it's right now it's been super fun and it's gonna stay fun is that you know we all have different we all have different styles of role play that we like like I talked about earlier like I like adventure role play I like to kind of I like to kind of get out there and do something heroic and but you know we got people that love to just 
know, do slice of life, casual role play. So it's going to be, it's going to be so much fun to do that. And one thing I've learned is like their role play, like you, you learn the genius in somebody. Like role playing brings out like that person, like, you know, me, you could hang out all day long. You'd be like, man, Barco's just like, just an average guy. He's just, you know, blue collar guy comes to work every day and stuff. But then like you get to role playing with somebody, you're like, man, he's very creative. He's very mm -hmm. smart. Like that is genius. Yeah. And, one thing I enjoy about role playing is like when I was a child, I always wanted to be a writer. That was something. So mm -hmm. like role playing has been a very good, and I'm, I'm sure probably a lot of role players are this way, but role playing has been a very good outlet for that. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh. Yes. Where I, I love that I can sit down and have a creative narrative experience with others that I actually get to like type out and write out a story. And I don't have to be the only one working on that story as well. Oh, it, it feels good. Yeah. It was very, it's, 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 it's very, it's very satisfying, very liberating. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like if I can say this, like, uh, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it on topic, but you know, just, uh, free companies and, mm -hmm. you know, role players get a bad, get a bad rap sometimes. I, I know it is, it's like that on Final Fantasy and mm -hmm. I, I'm sure it probably carries over on all MMOs. Am I correct? Or, well, yes, it is. Not so much anymore on World of Warcraft. Now, we do have griefers, but the pretty much the whole of the community for every MMO has come together and and sort of inherited this, inherited this that we just don't interact with griefers, people who are trying to cause a problem. They will go away eventually. Sometimes, you know, you really have to stick it out for like an hour. But if someone wants to sit there and waste their time, you can let them as long as you understand and you can separate them from what's happening narratively. There's no problem. Um, if they don't exist in the story, they just simply don't exist. and You don't have to worry about them. Um, yeah. Now, with World of Warcraft, I'm going to say, though, as long as you stay away from Lion's Pride Inn, you're fine. Oh. Uh, and, oh. and I, and I've heard in Lions Pride Inn has sent ripples cascading through the role play community. Everybody knows what that is. You know, I've never heard about it. That'd be, had to be a conversation for another oh, time. No, we're going to have this conversation right now. Lions Pride Inn is the, it used to be. Uh, I don't know how it is on warm on warm. Um, I'm sorry, Moon Guard. I was trying to say Warm Rest and Moon Guard at the same time, but on Warm Rest, one of the bigger, what used to be one of the biggest uh, alliance RP, uh, before the things happened, which caused a sort of an exodus over to Moon Guard. Um, Lions Pride Inn used to be this just this this spot of like. Like, like it's like taking a hundred trolls, and I'm talking about internet trolls, and and shoving them in a box, and then shaking that box and throwing it at hornet's nest, and just seeing what's happening. It's it's wild. There's like depraved to like some some real depraved shit that happens on at Lions Pride Inn, and there, it got so bad that role players at one point tried to take back the um take it back um, and like actually try to like set up serious stories there and hopefully just like push away the trolls. It did not work. It did not work at all. Really? 
Yeah, but I will say this: now that all the role players have left, warm uh, the alliance side of Warm Rest Accord for the most part, and gone to Moonguard, uh, Lion's Pride Inn uh, is pretty pretty simple now. It's pretty free from any any trolls. Uh, at least on Warm Rest Accord. I don't know what it's like on Moonguard. I've not. I, I'm not a part of Moonguard. I'm not on Moonguard. I think I have one character on Moonguard, but I never get on them. So you know. Yeah, I understand that. Anyways, sorry about that. I went off on a tangent there. Oh, no, I'm glad I heard it. I, you know, I always wanted to join. I, I always wanted to join. Yes, I always wanted to join. Uh. The roleplay community. No, I, I've always wanted to join uh, or play World of Warcraft. Never mm-hmm. did. Um, now, I'm you know I'm an adult. I can afford. I have my own PC. I can afford mm-hmm. to get World of Warcraft. But now I'm like I'm so invested in Final Fantasy fourteen, and WoW has been out so long. I just don't know if I can do it. I know people t- will tell me I can, mm-hmm. but it's just it's daunting to think of. Well, I'm going to tell you the opposite of what they're saying. And if you are comfortable in Final Fantasy XIV, stick in Final Fantasy XIV. If you want to go to WoW, awesome, man. More power to you. But listen, they don't even let you fucking talk across factions, all right? There used to be, uh, there was an add-on that people used to roleplay across factions. Because roleplayers don't want to fucking sit there and troll each other. Roleplayers just want to roleplay. Um... We want to troll our friends because, you know, we like trolling our friends. That's just how friends work. Um, But there was an add-on that, like I said, allowed you to um, roleplay across faction. In World of Warcraft, you cannot speak to the other faction. Uh, Horde cannot speak to Alliance at all. So there was an add-on that lets you bypass this, and it was just for roleplayers, right? Like, like... You like both role players had to have the app, uh, have to have the add on in order for it to work. So there wasn't any risk of it being like a, a problem on um, PvP. Uh, and I, they took that away. They, they, they basically made it to where the add on would no longer work. And people were so upset about this that uh, Blizzard uh, gave us a fucking potion that you can buy that allows you to speak to other people uh, across the faction border, which stocks so much um, for, uh, for world players, but it is what it is. You can't really keep the company from making the decisions they want to make. No, you can't. So stick with final fantasy, man. Like if you, if you're, you're starting a new guild, uh, you're you're on your way to making good times, and honestly, if you went to World of Warcraft now, you would just be uh, you would just be spending time elsewhere when you could be spending time harvest uh, har- harvesting harvesting. That's not the right word. Harboring? No, that's not the right word. Building new memories. Hippopotamus. No, wait a minute. Okay, Hipp- building new memories. Hipp- yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of a funny H word. I was like, uh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I've I've ranted long enough. Um, we've been recording for about an hour now, so I, I this is the time that we wind down and say goodbye, uh, Barco. So thank you All so right. much for coming on and speaking with me, man. I really do appreciate hey. you. It's been a pleasure, man. I am I... uh. 
Uh, yeah, I, I am. It is, it is a pleasure being here. It's been a pleasure having you as a friend on and off the game. Oh, uh, is it bad? Is it, is it, is it a bad time to admit to you that I have actually got onto World of Warcraft today to look at a roleplay guild <laughs> that my friend wanted me to join? Wouldn't it be funny well, if you, yeah, like, I, was on there and then, like, you just saw a Barco Holy Sword on there and you're like, oh, and it's my God, me that playing. Mother... That, <laughs> son, that son of a bitch. Nah, I see it right. I saw it right beside your name earlier. You were playing Final Fantasy earlier. You said, yeah, I see right there beside your Discord name. Playing Final yep. Fantasy 14 online. I'm sorry, playing Final Fantasy XIV online. Ziv. <laughs> the critically acclaimed MMO. All right, man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Do you have anything to say to role players out there while I have you? Um. Yeah, well, what can I say? I would say this to anybody: if you're if you're in a community where you're struggling, like the role play is dead or something, just keep pursuing it. Find, reach out, try to make new connections. Try to get out there and. Uh, you know, if role play is stale, try to find try to find more people to role play with, and don't don't feel like you're stuck with, you know, like well I've been friends with these people for a long time, but the role play's kind of died off. It's okay to get oh, out there God. and live a little in your role play life. God yes, thank you. God yes, do not anchor yourself down because you you feel that you have a a bond with somebody with people who aren't there anymore. Please please get take care of yourself first and foremost and if you want to be in this game if you want to be in a game to role play if you're spending money to role play go find the role play don't stick around for 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 people who aren't coming back yeah yeah uh life too short to you know we all you know hey the world's a little crazy right now so we get on this game we get on this fantasy world to escape like, don't make the fantasy world a mirror of your real world. You know, it should be a world where you have fun, you enjoy yourself, you want to be, you know, and don't don't let people, uh, you know, I, I've, I've, I've seen it happen time and time again. I know you have, Mr. Island. You, you see people, uh, they get backed into a corner on their role play by their role play partners, by their friends. And mm -hmm. if you're not role playing the character you want to role play, like, I don't know. Find an out. Find something. But enjoy oh, yeah. it. Make sure, there, there make sure you're role playing and enjoy it. And uh, oh yeah, yeah. Now, if only, if only I could escape the housing crisis in Final Fantasy, my dreams would be set. All right, that's all we got. <laughs> that's all we got, man. Okay, that's enough out of me. I'm a little still ill, and I have another interview I've got to go do. So I'm gonna go do that. If you don't mind doing me a favor, leaving a rate and review, that would be great. I would love that. If you want to come into the Discord and tell me how you liked it, I'd really appreciate that too.